Hey, what's up, everyone? Jordan Anderson here, and welcome. Today, let's talk about how to price a recurring photography gig. Uh, this is... You can call this a di number of different ways. This is I'm not talking about a salary job. I'm not talking about... Um, this is not exactly a retainer job. This is something that's... Uh, it's a... Uh, a typical example would be like a real estate photographer where you are shooting certain houses and you you have one client and they're giving you a predictable amount of work. Another example is you're a personal brand photographer and you're working with uh, some sort of Instagram influencer. They you know they want you to show up every Saturday or every Saturday Sunday to shoot a certain amount of outfits. The I guess the core idea is that it's a fairly predictable project. It is fairly predictable amount of work and the money that's coming in and the price that you're charging is fairly predictable. So let's try to figure out how to actually price that because there are, I've seen a couple common mistakes out there about how to price a recurring photography gig. Uh, it's, so let's kind of dive into it. The, I'm going to say at first, you need to remove the idea of an, of hourly working, hourly billing Remove that from your vocabulary. You do not, as a photographer, should be charging hourly. What? Because with these types of gigs, you are going to be doing them over and over and over. And after about the first week, after about the second week of shooting, you will have a system. You will have a predictable amount of work that you need to do, and you'll get faster and faster and more efficient and more efficient. So in the first week, you may be earning a good amount of money, but as you keep going, you're going to be working less and less hours because the work is more and more predictable and you're getting more and more efficient. So if you're charging by the hour, by week three, week four, three months into the project, you are working very, you know, you're not earning much money because you're working so quickly. So that's the trap you need to watch out with hourly. Uh, and don't think like, okay, well, if I'm working so fast, I'll just renegotiate I'll just uh I'll I'll after 3 months I'll say hey I need to raise my rates and because you just end up raising your rates higher and higher and higher until it just it's hard for the client to justify like I can't pay you a thousand bucks an hour 500 bucks an hour even though if you were to charge if you not were to charge hourly that might be your actual effective rate so once you remove hourly billing from your vocabulary from your mind you need to shift over, move one step up to offering a fixed price. Offering a fixed price, whether it's based off uh, a weekly or monthly engagement, I would start to center it around some sort of deliverable. I'm going to, hey, uh, client, I'm going to give you 30 photos a week. I'll give you 10 good photos a week. Or I'll, you know, some Whatever the number is, whatever... Thing that you think you can effectively deliver on each week or each month, uh, I would stick around that number. And I wouldn't say like I'm going to give you ten. Maybe start to think about it as like a range of photos. Like because some weeks you're going to get some good shots, other weeks you may not get good shots. So just say, hey, I'll, I will give you, and I will give you, you know, twenty to thirty photos a, a, per week, something like that. Um, with offering a fixed price, this is where it becomes. Great. It's it's a win-win for both you and your client because there are no fluctuations. There's no surprises. It's uh, the money is predictable on your end, and the expenses that they're paying you are predictable on their end. They will know each week how much they need to budget for. If it were 
hourly, for example, if you worked a ton of hours that week, then they might be surprised or like, why are we paying this much? And then on some weeks, you might not work more than four hours and you're like, okay, I'll only charge for four hours this week. I can only bill for four hours this week. That's not much. It's great. Cool. Great for them. They don't have to pay as much, but now you're not earning as much as you would hope. So offering a fixed price gives both you the gives both you and the client stability and kind of a predictable source of income uh, throughout the entire project. Um, the another, I guess another way to think about this too is a retainer scenario. And it's, you know, think like a lawyer, what you're basically doing is you're kind of being on call as a photographer. Maybe they don't need you that week. Uh, but what a retainer scenario would do is they are reserving your time or your, they are reserving some sort of access to you as a photographer and that does you know so the same with a lawyer you're paying a lawyer retainer you're paying the retainer whether or not you actually give them a call what you're just saying if i need you if i need you within 24 hours notice i can call you and i have that security that insurance that safety net that if something were to come up i need you know if it's a personal brand and they they're an influencer and they need to make some content this week or tomorrow or hey uh, something the schedule got mixed up i need you tomorrow that there's not this issue there's not this kind of uh you know friction like well it, this is too short notice it, it's like no that's already been figured out because the retainer is built in so retainer is one way to kind of price and set up a recurring photography gig okay so i've talked to the past about discounting and how you shouldn't be discounting, and discounting is only reserved for special clients or long-term clients. Is never you should never discount for first-time clients. This I'm saying is the one time you can discount. Doesn't mean you have to discount, but this is one scenario where discounting makes sense because a recurring a recurring photography gig is essentially they're buying in bulk. So if you want to reward, hey, if you book me for six months, if you book me for three months, if you book me for a hundred photography shoots over the next year, I will reward that by offering a discount. I'll say if you buy in bulk, I can take off 20% of the price uh, and then just reflect that in your options and just make it clear I'm giving you an option or I'm giving you a discount because you're buying in bulk. Let's talk now about scope creep and chumminess. I don't use that word a lot chumminess uh you know just getting friendly this is going to be something that just naturally happens and it's you it is a good thing it, you know the more you work with someone the more friendly you get the more cohesive you start to work together uh you're just you're around them more so you just develop a you develop a relationship de develop a friendship and it's great what happens is we tend to do extra favors and we do nice things for our friends. And photographers get lulled into this and they start doing a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more for their clients who they consider as friends. And what turn you know, what was at first they're working two, three hours a week on something, they're now doing the scope has started to creep a little bit. You're starting the what the boundaries of the project they start to slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger to where you're working two to three hours a week now you're working five to ten hours a week 
and you, this is where you start to feel stressed. This is where you start to feel taken advantage of uh, because you thought, you, you know, I thought we were friends and now you're asking me, you know, you're still paying me this number, but I'm now doing double the work. I'm working harder or I'm handing over the photos quicker or the delivery time is shorter. Like I, you know, I was being, I was just being nice and now you've taken advantage of me and I don't like that. And that's where, and with a re recurring photography gig, like you want, it's like there's this weird balance because you like the fact that it's long term, that it's predictable, that it's sort of like it's the kind of nice cushion that a full time job used to provide. Uh, so you want, you know, you want to be friendly with them, you want to be likable, but there, you just have to watch out and you have to kind of set healthy boundaries with these clients because yes, they are your friends. It's great to be friendly. It's great to be. But there's also being professional and saying it's okay to say no to things. If it's not within the boundaries of the project, if you did not talk about it before, if they need you, hey, can you show up one more day? I know we talked about just shooting once a week. Can you start to shoot twice a week? Or can you, you know, I know you said photos were going to be delivered 48 hours later. Can you, for just this one time, can you, uh, you know, give me some photos and like, two hours, three hours, that, you know, every now and then, it's okay to do that. Be nice, be accommodating. People get in a bind, people get in a pinch, like, hey, can you help me out? I didn't plan for this. Can you, you know, help me out here? That's fine. That's being professional. That's being a nice person. When you become too far on the other side of the scale where you're a people pleaser and you're going out of your way and you're feeling like you have to do this, otherwise the, the job is on the line, it ends up kind of working against you. Like you end up looking a little weaker. You look, you end up looking, you know, you're not, you think you're being a good person and like maintaining the relationship when really you're just kind of opening yourself up to an abusive professional working relationship. Um, so some scope of work items to include with your contract, with the kind of discussion you have with your client timeline, when are the photos due schedule? What days are we shooting? Cancellation notice. This was a big one. Uh, so if you're predictably going to shoot every Saturday, how much time in advance do you need to know as a photographer to that they that the client has canceled? Because if the client cancels and they gave you 24 hours notice, well, that opens you up to go do another project. That opens you up to go shoot something else. Uh, whereas if they tell you the day of or the hour of, then you're that whole time slot is blown and you can't really do anything productive in that time or go find some other client to fill that gap. Um, so cancellation notice, that's something to keep in mind with your scope of work. Uh, and then finally edits and revisions. So how many times, how many stages, how many rounds of edits do they get on the photos? Uh, how much editing are you doing? Are you just handing off the raw files to this person? Are you, doing just a color correction or are you going all out photoshop touch-ups makeup skin retouching all that kind of stuff you need to kind of establish that and make and make it clear articulate it to the client what are you expecting uh in terms of these items so it's timeline schedule cancellation notice edits and revision those are just some items there are some other items out there uh another one i can think of now is uh gear whose gear are we using are we using my gear your gear are you going to be providing the camera? Am I providing the camera? That's that's one other example. Um, you can always now. I don't want to say scope creep means that 
I don't want get I don't want scope creep to get confused with the you have to limit the project or you have to put a hard fence wall around a project and say we can't go beyond this. If you can always offer more services, if they want a faster delivery time, if they want more shoot days, if they want more time, if they want a longer photo session, that's okay. You can offer that. You just need to kind of repackage it uh, and kind of give them another quote, give them send them another you know, set of options saying, uh, if you, option one, this is what we're currently doing. Option two and three, this is some more expansive things. These are some more in-depth, uh, higher quality, more benefits, more features packed in options. Um, yeah, just saying scope creep, meaning just like if you are staying with option one, that you have to kind of stay within those bounds so that you're not working too hard and you're not kind of, you know, you're making sure that the value exchange between dollars and the value you're offering is equal. Um, let's see. I think that's about it. Um, a recurring photography client is great for photographers who are looking to fill the gaps between other major projects. I know a lot of wedding photographers do this. Uh, you know, they may shoot a wedding on Saturdays and Sundays, but, you know, Monday through Friday, they need something to kind of fill the gaps. So they'll do some personal brand or real estate photos just to kind of like even out those hills and valleys, so to speak. Remember... If you take anything away from this, hourly billing, hourly pricing is your enemy in this recurring photography gig. In, in your photography career at all, like avoid hourly. Even $1,000 an hour will still cap your growth as a photography business. It's like there, are, there is no number high enough per hour because that means – no matter how high the rate is per hour, you still have to work that hour, and that means you have to – you're still kind of slave to this uh, hourly timesheet, clock in, clock out. Did you work 60 minutes or did you work 55 minutes? I want to know what's the difference. Like you become, it's, it is a can of worms that you do not want to open. You do not want to play around in. Just focus on fixed pricing, something that's predictable, pad in your profit, and good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. My name is Jordan P. Anderson, and I'll see you in the next one. Okay, episode's over. Before you swipe away, I have two things for you to check out. Okay, maybe three, but just kind of stick with me. Number one is my daily email for photographers. Each day I'm sending out short, actionable lessons on how to improve the business side of your photography business. You'll learn about marketing, strategy, pricing your work, and so much more. Sign up for the first five lessons on jordanpanderson.com. It's my name with .com. It's, it's pretty easy to remember. Number two, and this is a big one, I'm offering one-on-one coaching for photographers who are looking to accelerate their business, get consistent leads, and build a brand they're proud of. Schedule a time to chat at jordanpanderson.com slash coaching. Last is number three. It's this podcast. I'm not asking you to subscribe or go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's a little bit... It's a little bit overdone, but I am asking you to go back, find an episode that resonates with you, download it, and give it a listen. My name is Jordan P. Anderson. I help photographers who hate marketing, and I'll see you on the next episode.